Yo, what up, what up? It's your boy YC on my Logi number one. Ain't nobody bada down. And right now, you're tuned in to Just Finesse Presents with the one and only Your Majesty Ness. It's Just, Just Finesse. What's poppin'? This is Just Finesse Presents, where each week we have different guests to talk about pop culture topics that affect us, that affect them, and that affect the whole world at large. What's poppin'? Just, just finesse, your majestiness. It's just, just finesse. Before you were a rapper, uh, have you ever been anyone's hype man? No, actually, I used to, I used to do hype for myself, like just be in the mirror and be like, they call me the DJ. Yeah, when I was like, I think like six years old, five, six years old. So when you first started rapping, um. Who was your hype man? Ah, I didn't have any because it was like you weren't blown enough. Yeah, Festac is hard. Festac is it's really hard because there's like studios everywhere. There's everybody's trying to be the next Two Face, the next Plantation Boys, and coming up as a hip hop artist, it's just there's not that many people that's gonna believe in you in your own neighborhood. First of all, so to have something like a hype man is a big privilege. So it just comes down to your own circle. It comes down to your role within your friendship circle. So it's like, okay, how important are you to your friends that someone's going to want to play second fiddle to you? So when did you finally get your first second fiddle? Uh, well, I got my first second fiddle after I got signed. And it was like, you know, I had a music video... I had a studio, you know, the crib was where people just wanted to come and chill. It was more or less like a trap house. And out of that, there was just one person that wanted to be on stage. More than I wanted to be on stage. So that was that was my first hype, man. Makes sense. So um, as per your blown, are you too blown for Gary or not? Hell no. I'm, I drink Gary a lot. All right, so if you had to- told me how to bro, I carry out more and more. Do you eat Akara with Gary? Yes, no. Is that a thing? Yeah. No. What That's do you not mean, no? Like, oh, my people are nodding, it's a thing. Is it, it's know. beans now. Akara with Gary? Yes. That's great. Well, we don't How have that? Would you dip it in? No, you would <laughs> bite it and then scoop the Gary. Nah, They'll meet in your baby, mouth. That's too much for me. Can we keep it simple? <laughs> are you a yellow Gary or a white Gary smoker? Uh, I'm a white Gary smoker. I'm a yellow Gary when it's ever. How, do you know anyone that drinks yellow Gary? Yeah, I drink yellow Gary. But you prefer white? I prefer white. White is better for drinking. Alright, looks like we're handy white. Are we doing this right now? We're doing this right now. Right now. Right now, right now. Right now, nigga! <sighs> so, right now, nigga! Um, normally, what do you put in your Gary? Granite sugar. Granite and sugar, simple. But if there's no granite, I use sugar and milk. But if there's no sugar and milk, I use salt. Salt? Yeah. Gives it a little kick. Is salt a thing too? Yeah. You said it gives it a kick? It gives it a kick. No, baby. that I don't know what kick. That sounds like a kick of suffering. It gives it a kick. It's, it's suffering, of course. No, Gary's not a suffering food. It's not no, a food it's, of suffering. It's, it's suffering when there's no sugar. I mean, for you to drink Gary without sugar, it's red. Wait, why are people drinking Gary with salt? Because it's red. There's nothing in the house. Only Gary. 
Wow. You get what I'm saying? Well, in this house we have sugar. Amen. And in this house we have milk. So now I'm, I'm just gazing. I don't drink Gary with ice block. I don't know what this ice is doing here. It's for aesthetic. It's aesthetic too. First of all, it's too big. That looks like club ice. That looks exactly. like you're supposed to have bottles on the table. You know, like. Uh, let me not name any club here, Shad. But yeah, I don't drink. I don't drink Gary with uh, ice in it. I don't know if I should put milk in this thing because there's granules. Feel free, man. Be yourself. It's going to be. Too I think much. you can learn a lot, a lot about somebody based on like how they smoke Gary. Really? Yep. Is that a thing? Um, damn, this pot smoking. Oh, I, this was I might be, am I in trouble? What's that? Oh, ASMR. <laughs> it's not sounding, anyways. Anyways, okay, so fam, um, YC, thank you for obliging me. Um, you're my first ever guest, yes. and I feel like it's super, super sentimental that you're my first ever guest, yes. Um, because let me not miss yarn. I think you're like one of my first, like, blown friends. Yeah. I, or like the first. Do you remember the first day you came to the office and we played a prank on you? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't embarrass me like that. That was four years ago. Okay, babies have grown. So, we had this office and there were intercom telephones in the office. And there was one in the studio and there was one in the reception. So, we called the reception's phone from the studio and actually acted like we were trying to book one of the artists on the label. I just picked up the phone and we told her to play along and act like she was the receptionist. That was what, no, that was the beginning of my artist management dreams. Yeah. And we were like, okay, just, just talk to, talk to them. Just tell them this is how much we charge. You know, they're trying to book this artist for this and that and this and that. And she didn't know they were just calling her from the next room. I wasn't trying to really book an artist, uh, book a book a client to book him for a show. Yeah. And I was like, damn, how so much do you, I charge? Like, were you testing her? We were just... It's not that we were just They were trying around. to be funny, like, on some punk, like, prank type of pee. And I was like, yeah. this is not how you welcome someone into the country. I think I had landed in a, in Nigeria that, that day and went from there to the to his... um Office. Office. Yeah, but like I said, you can't, you can't, you can't use me to cash crews in 2021. Yeah, yeah, like nah, yeah, you. Now my eyes are sh- my eyes are sharp. How do you say that in pigeon? Yeah, I don't tear. My I don't tear. Yeah, I don't tear. You see your pigeons, bro? <laughs> they kind of play me. I be going to the what? market and I be and I be and I be uh, negotiating like you know I'm a I'm a Lagos local. So you said negotiating. Who negotiates in the markets, please? What do you? What is you it called? Price. Okay, my pigeon is not that. It's not that street. It's yet. just. It's just knowledge, man. You just sure. price. So, my good man, what's in your Gary today? Um, I what, what you put inside. I have here a compound mixture of cassava processed into Gary. You can push your mic back. Can I? I think so. Can he? Yes. Push okay. back. Mm-hmm. Processed into Gary of the Ijabu nature, of which... Traditionally, I'm a Ijabu boy. I'm a Ijabu man. Okay. Of Yoruba origin. And I have some granite. I think I'm going to add more. The granite to Gary ratio is deep, man. It looks like there's more granite than Gary. No. I feel like there's more Gary in there. That's too much. Do you put... This is going to be a random question. Do you put, like, every spoon of Gary that enters your mouth, does it have to be granite on it? Yes. Okay, I'm not crazy. 
<laughs> I thought that was like an OCD thing, but okay. Nah, if you're going to put garlic nuts in there, you put the G nuts. I need you to put water so before my joint soaks too much. You're, uh, just put ice in there so it doesn't... I'm not putting that club ice inside my curry. <laughs> but that's it's going to help but stop gonna it from help. soaking. Yeah. It's going to get too cold. I don't like I don't like ice cold. Ah. Are you agreeing with me, Ayo? That you agree or you disagree with the water cold was curry? ice cold... Bro, it's. I think I'm gonna it's put not ice, ice cream. I think I'm gonna put ice just to make it. It's lit. So, um, I'm waiting for you so we can, you know, take our first bite together. I feel like this is like, this is like sacred, cause you don't, you can't just smoke Gary with anyone. You smoke Gary with your day ones. I swear. You know. That's that's facts. Can you help me hold it. See, th- see, this club <laughs> ice is not working. You see that? Look at that, look at that. Bam. It's supposed to be, if it was smaller, I would have just... My Gary's already soaked. Mine is soaked too. It's going to be like ice cream. This don't need more sugar, bro. Mm-mm. This don't need more sugar. Anyway, so let's start. Even though we're supposed to have started already. So, we are starting late. But hey, that's that's Lagos way, right? So I was on my way to the studio. Um, and... I was passing somewhere in Lucky. I don't remember the place. Yo, you know how they hawk stuff in the street? Somebody was hawking passport photograph in Lucky. So he was knocking on my windows like, you know, are you going to the embassy? Are you going to the embassy? Are you going to the embassy? I said, ah, which embassy is in, Le- is in Lucky? I-, I assume that like, you know. BFS. That's a, this, today's the first day I'm knowing that. Really? Yeah. So he was like, you know, are you going to the embassy? I'm looking at him like, what are you talking about? What embassy? So obviously I didn't, I didn't answer him. So, um... So we kept going. So that's my uh my drive like the taxi driver like yo is there an embassy around here? He said yeah sure, and he told me the embassy, and I was like the irony that they're hawking passport photograph the day that they've increased the price of petrol to two hundred and twelve naira, they are selling their markets. People are going to try and leave this country. So when I saw that, I was just thinking and I was like, this is really depressing. Because I had never seen them hawk passport photographing like they're hawking water. They're I've trying never to get you to come and take your passports. I've never seen that. Um, so that kind of put things into perspective for me. Like, damn, these people are really about to make money this season. So people that help with passport, uh, passport photographs are going to make money. Um, who else is going to make money? Who else is needed in the in the escape escape Nigeria process? The agents. Okay, agents are going to make money. Maybe people that help you, like, apply for... Test centers as well. Testing I, centers? Yeah, for COVID. Right. They're going to make money. Hmm. Um, who that's, else? Big that's one reason over. why I haven't even traveled recently. It's just getting why? that test. The COVID test? Because I know I don't have it. Okay. And it's like every time I've done the test... And it's come back negative. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a waste of money. But why? I mean, it would be fun to just get my money's worth. And just have it. Just to be and like, just have it and just be that like, okay. 50K didn't go to waste. Yes. I'm sick. <laughs> I feel like it would be nerve-wracking like, if, you, if you were going to test for an STD. I feel like that's how I would look at it. Mm-hmm. Like, dang, if I come back positive, oh, like, oh, I'd be depressed. Are you about to say a story? Did it trigger you? The ice block, mm-hmm. the area around the ice block mm-hmm. is cold. Do you have sensitive teeth? 
No. Okay. I just enjoyed the taste. Like, it was like, it's cool. You see, Gary's a delicacy. They be trying to play Gary. <laughs> they be trying to play Gary. So, um. This is actually my first meal of the day. Same. So. Cheese. Um, Gary, who, who's, who's a commercial seller of Gary? Please sponsor us. <laughs> but, um. Gary no guy of us. There's, there's like packaged Gary in, in the supermarket now. They know the advertiser. Oh, it like, it doesn't need advertising. Is that blown? Who even buys Gary from the supermarket? Don't do that. I don't, but I'm sure there are people that do. Why? Because they don't want to go to the market and buy it. I'm um, sorry. Facts. <laughs> um, so I see. Yo. Where should we start? You can start any time. Should we pick up the fan? We should pick up the fans. Do you want to pick up the first fan or should I pick up the first fan? I've already picked up the fan. As per your bloom. Let's go. This reminds me of my childhood because we used to have a shitload of these. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> we used to have a shitload of these in my house because mm-hmm. my mom is from Delta mm-hmm. and I grew up in my mom's family. So we would have these until it would be ripping off. Like See. I would strip it down. It's an extreme sport trying to find these fans in Lagos now. Really? Every time I find one of those, um, every time I find one of those men that sell the fans, I have to like beg people like, yo, stop that guy, stop that guy, as if he's like a thief. Stop that man, stop him. I need him. And then I like buy as many as possible off of him because... So how many do you have? I feel like I have over 20. Hmm. I don't know if it's up to 30, but up to 20. So what's the first topic? <clears throat> Gotta clear my throat for this one. Drum roll, please. Hey, Jay Z's net worth jumps up by forty percent to one point four billion dollars. Hmm. I think I will take this fan home for good luck. For good luck. As for, for Jay Z's name is hey, on the back of Jay Z's net worth jumps. My net worth don't be doing nothing. It Shout don't be to, jumping. Shout out to Nigeria. Hmm. Do we even calculate net worth in Nigeria? Well, on Google, they say I'm worth $1.5 million. Dollars. Yeah. Boy, come here. <laughs> <laughs> eh? Yeah, Can that's you pay what I'm saying. How much? Don't worry, we'll talk off the, off the, off, uh, off the pod. Okay. $1.5 million? It's not like I have it to. It's just... No, but like assets and, you know, maybe your master's. Yeah, okay, yeah, that. my master's definitely. My master's Damn. should be worth more than $1.5 million. Off juice alone? Off juice alone. Juice, Jagaban. Yeah, Jagabano, Malaji, um, Your Love, Juice Remix. That's crazy. LMV. That's crazy. Yes. Okay, so for whatever reason, I think because I don't live in Nigeria anymore, I'm not about to cap. Um, news that originates from my former country of residence, it don't be touching me as much. Uh, but I mean, I'm happy for Jay-Z. That money not touching my account. It's ah, not touching my family's Jay, account. Jay Baba, Jiga Jiga. Um, heavy, heavy. Biggie, biggie, hey. baby, baby, getting money, bro. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it was the reason why this this newest uh, increase in net worth happened because he sold title or either a major stake in title to Twitter. So shout out to Jack. I heard been, about um, these guys that own Hennessy. Is it LVMH? Yeah. They're trying to buy a stake in Ace of Spades. I think they already bought it. They <sighs> bought fifty percent of the champagne company. Almost. Well, I'm not Beyonce. I'm not Blue Ivy. I'm not Sir. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not directly Ogogoro business. Ogogoro. Yeah. What is that? You don't know Ogogoro? Is that the? You know Shekwe. I hear these words, but I don't know what they mean. You know Pankreon. 
I don't know that. <laughs> but you know it's David, David be shout- yeah, yeah, yeah. You know NSC. Of course. You know Jameson. So are those the Nigerian like these are, these are our, our homegrown spirits? Oguguru. What? So what do you think the net worth of Oguguru is? Ah, he's 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 paid in blood. I'm scared. <laughs> so wait, I'm scared. Is it like wine? It's not wine. It's it's, spirit. Spirit. it's like is it the gin. drinks that be in the sachi? Those ones are the ones that have brands on it. These so Oguguru is without. It doesn't need advertising as it well. Doesn't need Oguguru is just you buy Oguguru and there's no label on it. It comes in. It could come in this bottle. So. I'm not going even. It's ask. like moonshine. Oh, see now I understand what you're saying. Okay, moonshine. It's it's Nigeria's version of moonshine. Anyway, shout. So Jay Z has sold his own moonshine, fifty percent <laughs> stake. Um, like I said, Jack, who's been down with us since NSARS, uh, decided to you know purchase a major stake in in, in title. I think the only thing for me is that now Twitter's gonna have like music integration, which is cool. Um. All the other apps have music integration. Instagram, TikTok, Trailer. What oh, again, Twitter doesn't have some type of music function or integration in the app. I think since they got that little story feature thing going, mm-hmm. they could make use of that true title or whatever. It's just going to be more competition, um, more music, I guess. More, you know, avenue for artists to be able to promote their music on Twitter and whatnot. But, I mean, shout out to Jay-Z. He's helping the content creators and the artists. Like I said, it's Shout not touching to my Giga account. Shout out to Jigao, Baba Beyonce, Baba, Baba Blue. Beyonce. <laughs> Baba Sir and, and Rumi. Is her name Rue or Rumi Carter or something? Rumi. Rumi, who's that? Uh, her twins. Twins. Beyonce's children. Um, let me find You can Google, but shout out to them because they're the ones that are going to benefit the most. And apparently all the stakeholders in uh, uh got $8.9 million, So... That's more money that's not touching my account, but like shout out to Rihanna and Rumi and Sir. Facts. Okay. Okay. Well, Jay Z, please invest in um invest in Nigeria. Jay Z Alaj your boy. Wait, does Jay Z is it is Rock Nation in Nige? Their hats are. You said their hats? Uh, what does that mean? I mean you knew their hats are like their merch? No. It's like <laughs> it's a it's an industry joke. But oh, I'm not industry, so I wouldn't know. Talk to me. You know, there's this hat that mm-hmm. Rock Nation people wear. It's like a paper plane with stripes on it. Okay. Yeah. So once in a while, you see you people see wearing somebody the wearing hat, the hat. Oh, and you think like they're from facts. Rock Nation, you know? But they only got the hat, so it's like. Oh, makes sense. They ain't really Rock Nation. Makes sense. Like so that. Rock Nation holler at us. Um, yeah. there's artists that. Um, not the hats wearing guys, though. The real rock nation. So you're shading the... You know, I'm not going to follow you to shade anybody because before they come and block list or blacklist this podcast. Um, but yeah, so, Jay-Z, congratulations. Next topic. dun 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 During the NSARS protest, the Oba of Lagos, uh, his palace was raided. Hmm. Apparently, $2 million and $17 million naira in cash was stolen from his palace. (laughs) Which is Heisenberg. (laughs) I'm just trying to understand why. Um, Actually, there's nothing to understand because this is not new. Um, Obscene amounts of liquid cash in people's houses um, is not new. So I'm not really shocked. Uh, what I'm shocked about is how... Could you pass me the sugar, please? I can pass you the sugar, sir. <laughs> is my accent... Is my... Is our, is our 
uh, British no, accent. No, it's not. It's not actually. I'm sorry to break it to you, darling. It's not. Wow. It's wow. Not. Can you teach me how to have one? Sorry. Like my. How do you? How do you? Like when you hear non-British people attempt a British accent. Yeah. Oh, tell me. Th- see, whoever, if you hear a lovely British accent on on the pod, that's because it's my beautiful producer, Temi. Hey. So, Temi, <laughs> people that don't have British accents. Yeah. Um. Can I spot them out straight away? Not can you like spot them out? How do you feel when you see non-British people imitating British accents? There's no people that used to like. It's just. There's people that like you know clown us. Those of us that are not from yeah, the United I, Kingdom. I always do an American accent. Can you I do always... one right now? Am I putting you on the spot? Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> like, feel I free. I can only do it. I it only comes out in certain situations. Okay. Like, okay. Don't worry. I'll catch you one yeah. day. I'll catch you one day. Um, but yeah, back to the Alba saying that they stole money from his. I don't think they stole. I think they took back what is rightfully theirs. They're they're just forming Peter Pan, or is it Robin Hood? Which one is steal from the rich and give to the poor? Robin Hood. Alba and Lagos, what's your take? His um, two million dollars. Hmm. Reminds me of Breaking Bad. I've actually not watched that show. Uh, I think I tried to start watching it and then I just never finished. So I actually just correlate. finished it. Okay, correlate. How how does it to correlate? So basically, this guy Walter White, he finds out he has cancer. He's a high school chemistry teacher, mm-hmm. and he uses all his chemistry knowledge to cook meth. And by the end of the show, he has liquid cash of like eleven million dollars. Yikes! Spoiler alert. <laughs> that's, that's not even the right, That's not even the biggest spoiler. It's just it's a roller coaster of a show. Mm-hmm. But I mean, having that much liquid cash is just like. That's like drug money. But at least... Okay, this is a wild take. At least he earned it. I have not watched the show, but at least he earned it. He didn't steal Earned it off of dealing drugs. Okay, that would be... If we're talking about the, like the, the morality part, that's separate. But at least at the, end of the, at the end of the day, he made the money, right? Yeah. This all about that has $2 million cash in his, you know, in maybe his house. He's, maybe he's a person that's been buying Walter White's supply of drugs. I don't know. I pray. It's um, cr- like... Well, is it not the same Nigeria that they sold that six million? I'd be how much did they see in Ikoyi? That's why I said it's not. It's not shocking. It's not new, man. It's I feel just... like people are going to take what's rightfully theirs that has been stolen from them, and hopefully, I pray that they, you know, spread it amongst their people. But you know, the funny thing is, like the Oba of Lagos, he's not the only Oba in Lagos. There's a palace in Elegushi. There's a palace in Ikate. There's a palace in Oniru. Those palaces didn't get raided. Oh, wait! It's about the Oba of Lagos. Lagos. Oh, yeah, you did, we didn't specify which which community. Sorry, is it broken into a city? What? There's little. There's little regions. So we don't even know which Obas. No, this is the Oba of Lagos. The he's supposed to be like the head or so. Something. He's the Oba of the Obas. Yeah, I guess so, but he's definitely speaks volumes as to why his palace was raided and none of the other palaces were raided. So do you think it's an inside job? Like, um, I mean, it's people that knew that there was money. Obviously, there's going to be people that have that knowledge that there's that money there. So all they needed was just that whole, you know, system of chaos to come into play and then just whisper to somebody, yeah, ah, money day, that's so, 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 please. So. And that's all it took. I don't feel bad. <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to care. I don't care. Um, 
more power to them. They, them people is two million dollars richer. I don't know what they're gonna use the two million for. Like I said, this money's not touching my account from Jay Z and his one point four billion Jay Z It's not touching me. So I think they should they should let people know when they are going to, on these raids. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have the mind to raid the Anubas Palace. Cause some of us need money, you know. Like, RC, do you need money? Uh, everybody needs money, man. Too much money and enough money. Some people need more money than others. Actually, no, no, no. In Lagos, in Nigeria, we all need this we money. We all need everybody. money. Everybody needs money, apart from the rich people. Tell me, do you need money? Yes. Do <laughs> <laughs> you need money? Is that a trick question? Um, you ask anybody in this street. Uncle Kenny, do you need money? If you ask anybody in this full street, not just this building, mm-hmm. the whole street, in fact, within a 500-mile radius, if you ask anybody if they need money, the answer is going to be yes. Bro, they're about to double my light my light bill. Mm-hmm. And I'm contemplating whether, like, if I should go and, like, ask my landlord, can I, like, be cutting grass? Or, like, can I be taking out the trash in exchange for, like, keeping my light bill the same? You know you can hack it. I don't... Is that illegal to start saying on this? Yes. It's illegal. Well, like, like, like cutting your wire and like connecting it somewhere. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Wait, I don't want to do that. Uh, Before the day they'll catch us, and then you could still be paying like a certain amount, but just to like not let them know what you've done. That sounds. That's that sounds too. I can't do that. And you could just do it for everybody in your building, so when they come, they don't know who did what. Look how you're promoting. You know, this is Nigeria. You know, do whatever you want. Do what well, you need to streets. do to survive. Everybody in the streets. Even yourself in the streets. Low-key. 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 I want to create something. Are they giving reasons for the increment? They never give valid reasons. So, let's run this P. I have a guy. <laughs> I would have done it in my own estate, but, you know, my neighbors, everybody's forming neighbor mind your business, so I can't help them. But... But this is a normal thing, though. People switching their light, like yeah, cutting. it happens. Well, um, this podcast does not promote illegal activity, but do what you got to do to survive. And if that means cutting Don't your get light, caught. that's the cocoa. Um, well, the do cocoa, what you gotta do. the cocoa, the chocolate, the Milo. Just make sure you don't get caught. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna say. Next topic. This one is a quite a heated topic. Okay. I mean, it's already been here. Zikoko right. magazine. Oh, backlash after calling Jesus a fictional character. Dun dun dun. So do you know the? Con- do you know? Did you? Were you online when when that happened? I've been spending a lot of time off Twitter these days. I I trust <laughs> I trust you. Yeah, but I heard about it. I saw a lot of people saying, you know, there are people tweeting that. I mean, there's historical facts that show that Jesus. Not even just religious texts. Mm-hmm. You know, there's historical texts that show the existence of Jesus. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, shout out to Zikoko. You know, they have a lot of entertaining content. You know, I read some of their stuff. I take some of their quizzes in my free time. But I don't know what they're playing at with this one. Maybe they were trying to be controversial or whatnot. But I feel like in the Nigerian climate, religion is something that is a is a hill that people are willing to die on, literally. So, you know, Christianity, Islam, even traditional means of worship. 
anything like that, just I advise people to just stay clear. If you're not worshipping, just leave people to do whatever they see fit, as long as it's not human sacrifice. Okay, so you're you are you are against the fact that they um I'm against the fact that, that they publish that. Interesting. Okay. Cause I mean it's not like aside the fact that I have Christian background. It's just, it's, there's a million and one things they could have published aside that story. Okay. You know, it's like, why, what, what, what were they, what was the, what was the reason behind Mm -hmm. them, you know, coming out to say Jesus Christ is a fictional character? Like, if, I don't want to say this. But Zikoko didn't say it. I I didn't watch the video, but I think it was somebody who was airing on their, uh, video that said it. Yeah, that was on their platform that said it. Like, if I was to do a... I think the platform is called Nigeria, Nigeria Talks or Nigerians Talk or something. And, like, I guess they invite different people to talk on different topics. So it wasn't, like, the Z Coco platform published oh. this. It was an individual who came on their show and aired their opinion, opinion and hmm. their view on the topic. Now it's now... Okay. It's not a bit tricky. Because... First of all, what that does is it takes away a lot of the blame from Zikoko. Right. And, I mean, if it was an individual's opinion, then, personally, I think that's, I don't want to say it's a flawed opinion. I just feel like, if, say, for example, I don't know how to put this, and I really don't want to say this, but I might say it. Okay. Imagine if someone came out to say Mohammed was a fictional character. Okay. It would, it would be treated with more backlash because we know it's like Muslims don't play when it comes to their religion and stuff like that. Okay. But with Christianity over the years, it's, it's always been this whole vibe of turn the other cheek when Christians are, I don't want to say attacked, mm-hmm. but most times when they are attacked, or when any form of worship or anything they hold there is being attacked. I don't know. I don't see any reason why someone would just wake up and say that. Unless that person is an atheist. And it's just long. Right. It's long. Okay. But okay. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 <laughs> okay. So I think it's, I think it's very, I think the only sin that person committed is the fact that they said it. On Nigerian soil. That's, that's my, that's my, yeah. that's my overarching statement concerning the whole thing. Um, it's interesting how you said that, like, you don't know why Z Coco, and your sentiment is not just you alone. Like, many people, I saw many people say this, but, um, why would Z Coco, um, agree to post that quote unquote, like, controversial topic or allow that controversial statement to be aired? But, like, Z Coco's brand is to be pushing the envelope with the content that they, publish anyway like i'm i'm signed to i'm signed up to their uh, email list and every morning i get you know headlines in my in my inbox telling me the type of topics bro you have z uh z coco march 8th i met my husband while whoring through lagos um i mean how, the, how this else morning we fell in love while cheating with each other like how Z-Coco else are you supposed known, to meet your husband that I, that's a different conversation <laughs> that's not what we're doing here today no sir no sir <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, it's not today that Z Coco has, like, published controversial like it's, topics. It's, you know, controversial topics differ, especially when it comes to religion. Like, just, we know how, like, we were literally just talking about how, on my way here, mm-hmm. 
I saw there was a mosque and outside the mosque, they blocked off half of the road for right. people that wanted to say their Friday prayers. And in my head, I was just like, religion is going to kill us in this country. And then we have a situation like this. And it's just the same thing. It's like people don't joke with their religion, right. especially Nigerians. Okay. So I have a question. I'm Christian, okay? I'm I'm Christian, okay? I believe in Jesus. I believe that Jesus died for my sins. I believe in that fool with like 10 toes, stomp my two dark minds on the, the, Lord, on the hallelujah. floor. Now, is what the person said harmful to you, to people that identify as a Christian? Is the objective statement harmful to you as a Christian? Hell no. Okay. Like, if you, if you, if you are firmly, deeply rooted in your belief that, you know, Jesus Christ came down to die for your sins, like you don't, I I don't believe that it's what somebody's individual opinion that's going to shake that. That faith. should sway your belief, yeah. right? And then another question is, I think someone would ask is that did did they say that Jesus was a fictional character? Period, or a fictional character, or are they questioning Jesus's authenticity and based on like what we believe that he did? Hmm. Because yes, there's there's historical context that like someone who was named the, the name of Jesus like walked to the earth, right? But then. There is the, there could be the contention of like, okay, did he really die? Like, did he really raise it, like, rise up did on the third day? Did he turn water to wine? Did he turn water to wine? Did he really no. heal, you know, the woman of, you know, internal bleeding? Did he, you know, raise Lazarus from the dead? Like, I think there's a, there's a distinction between was Jesus fake, period, or like, was what he was doing not real? Because, you can argue that there's a historical context that he's a human being, like he's a actual human that was born, walked the earth for 33 years before he died. And then there's people that believe that don't believe in Christianity or who aren't Christian, don't believe in the, the doctrines of Christianity that as much as I'm a Christian, I can understand that there are people that are allowed to not believe that it has nothing to do with my salvation. It has nothing to do with me talking about, you know, mm-hmm. Christianity to other people. So why is it that, Christians would agree to direct their energy towards someone's opinion like that when it's not harming us. It doesn't reduce who he is to those of us that believe that in him. Deep. That's how I was confused. And at first I was like, well, if I say this, will he be taken out of context in a country like Nigeria? Because, I mean, we're recording in this wretched country right now. Like, we're in Lagos. But... I promise you there's somebody somewhere that's going to take, there's going to find something out of all you said. This and is why creating content just going is not to find One way to feel offended. And whoever that person is, I know you're going to be listening right now. Sorry in advance, but. Nobody, the person supports you now because you're against the fact that they posted something like that. I don't, I'm, 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 I'm indifferent. A, I'm, I just feel like they should have thought about the consequences. But like you but said, Zikoko is free speech. Zico, uh, they should have just talked to you know the whoring and the cheating. Okay, what if I'm a what, okay? Let's say let's take okay. The, I'm a I'm I'm someone who's a Christian, right? I don't want to read about whoring in Lagos. Then don't read. So why couldn't why couldn't Christian why couldn't we Christians unlook that video? If they, if we're supposed to say, okay, if they're we're in the talking age, about, we're in the age of backlash, you know, people are always gonna find something to, you know, be bought her about. So it's like I find I find it interesting, like why this? Okay, so I think no matter your religious background, no matter where you come, like no matter what you identify, a very underlying uh, theme in this country is like people lack empathy and people lack 
like being able to understand things through like deeper context. Like people here will be very book smart and they can be street smart, but like when it comes to like emotions or like trying Emotional to comprehend things with nuance, like zero. it's like it's like low zero. Do I wonder if like Christians think like yo the same way that we they want us to be angry when someone says something wild like this, right? It's the same way that people who aren't Christian look at us when we're preaching on the bus at 5 a.m. in the morning shouting. Oh my, or when we're oh ding, man. ding, ding with oh bell man. up and down, right? That bus one, I used to experience that when I was still going to school in Unilag. And it's just, imagine after a long day of being in class and not learning one single thing, and on the bus ride home, you're thinking about how you're going to pass your exam when there's nothing in your head. And the next thing you just hear is, Hello, good afternoon, my brothers and sisters on this bus. I wish you all a safe journey from where you're going to and where you're coming from. <laughs> Have you ever experienced that? Yeah. Ha! The, and it's unprovoked. And in my mind, no, I just no be disclaimer. like, Ooh. No, no trigger warning, no nothing. <laughs> it's just bam. It's just, and it's, it's usually when the bus is already full. You're at that <sighs> point of the journey where there's no close bus stop. There's no coming down or going. You're stuck on that bus. They've mastered it. And then somebody will just stand up and just twirl. And just hang on and just be like, ah, bro. Nah, man. It's like, it's, it's, there's, there are very inconsiderate preachers because, and a lot of them, when you speak of things like this, they always want to talk about how you have most that have these big speakers that are calling for prayer and all that, but it's different. It's like, it's very inconsiderate when you have people preaching at like early in the morning when people are getting ready to go to work. But that's but you know, that could be their conviction to be like yo as we are going and coming because you know for example like bus accidents are like common place in Nigeria excuse me <clears throat> I do not have COVID um but bus accidents are common are common right yeah. so and maybe it's Nollywood that has made my brain like this but like you'll see them traveling from you know from let me use my states so from Imo State to Lagos long you know overnight bus or like all day bus they want to pray and you know commit the journey into God's hands before we yeah, start going you do that before Bef- you go and, but they want to do it for everybody they want to impose on that they want, they what want if God's I already blessings did it? to be on what if everybody I already, I've already said my prayer what's that song everything that double double it's double mm-hmm. blessing what do you mean right. pray or pray make I pray my prayer I like that um, <laughs> but yeah I think I think I was skeptical about talking about this because I'm like, okay, as a Christian who's openly Christian, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying that, you know, sometimes me and God be like, you know, God, what's up? Um, Should I be offended that this person said that Jesus is fake? And I'm not offended. I'm indifferent because I'm like, I think the way I would attack would be like, okay, the person that said it, not the publication, because Zikoko's not not church. And I don't believe they're a faith-based organization. I pray for the person. I pray for the individual that said it in my prayer closet. Like God, I don't, I don't know why this person believes that your son is, you know, not a real person. But like, you know, heal their heart, or you know, if I believe that maybe they think he's fake, uh, they think that Jesus is fake based on personal experience or you know, life or whatever upbringing and stuff. As a Christian, I could, I could take prerogative and be like, I want to pray for this person, but not go and like be dragging the whole of Zikoko down when Zikoko's burden is not to convert anybody. It's not. It's not a religious. It's based not a religious. Publication it's not faith service. based. Yeah. Um. I feel you. Anyway, Sha, the person's crime was that they said it in Nigeria. Does it mean they said it in um a more co- progressive country? 
there would not be that. Like it would there, have been an open for conversation type thing. Exactly. Like nobody. At least like the conversation. Because I've seen this thing. Like there's these uh series on YouTube where they'll bring people from opposing sides of the of like a topic and they'll put them in a room and they'll ask them like, "What is your stance on this?" And then they'll like make people go to like either side like this side is for this side is against then once they've separated the people they'll not allow people to come to the center and like calmly and amicably explain their points no insults no shouting no belittling anybody's position and stuff but Can't here we have country. people saying you know all yo, papa, of, yo, mama. yeah your daddy <laughs> you're everything like it's not it doesn't it doesn't make sense but um anyway sha it's a it's a religion is really oppressive like all the religions not all the religions but the the two major religions that are like embedded even in our constitution there's like religious stuff in our constitution right i don't even know what's in the constitution i haven't read that let me not miss yarn but islam and christianity are the two major religions and they're so embedded in our society that even if you don't practice either you're going to come across i'm triggered i'm triggered right now in in nyc camp they used to make us do like wake up four in the morning, go you know bathe, wear your wear your clothes, your khaki or your white. Then we would have to go to prayers at the prayer. Um, we have to go to the parade ground, and then we'll be praying. And they would make everyone go, even like Muslims. And I'm like, but that's that's not fair. That's contradictory. How's that contradictory? No, I didn't. I didn't. I shouldn't have said that. Okay, so instead of contradictory, what what's a word you would like to replace it with? That's just inconsiderate. I think it's inconsiderate. As yeah. much as I believe, like, according to the Bible, like, you know, we're supposed to t- share the gospel with everybody. But that's, like, impo- Like, <sighs> we don't have enough time to discuss this thing, Sha, but I can sit here and talk about this thing for hours. But when, when I was in secondary school, I must say, um, in Nigerian Navy, on our parade ground, they used oh, to have... Oh, you're a Navy? You're a Navy baby? Yeah. Okay. They used to have Christian prayers mm-hmm. and then would have Muslim prayers. And the Christians will have to engage in the Muslim prayers. No, you don't. You just stand there. You know, when the Muslims are praying, they just, you know, they say like a surprise. That's how I learned it. Because mm-hmm. I never really went to mosque, even though my dad was an alaji. So it was just, it was, it for me, it was. I want to ask something. It was a, it was, it was a welcome experience because that was my first contact with Islam. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's. Coming from a background where I wasn't allowed to go to the mosque, even though some part of me wanted to go, mm-hmm. but it's just it's it was just calm, you know. It was it was a calm thing. It was something I used to look forward to in a way because most times when they're saying the Christian prayers, it's, it used to be a little bit too much for me because it's just like Why? in Jesus' name. They will mock. They will backlash you for but I'm for not saying it I'm correctly. I'm Catholic, so it's like I'm used to calm praying and okay, you know, not so, Pentecostal. Yeah, it used to be a lot. So right. I used to, in a way, look forward to the calm. I must rely on Satan or Jim. Yeah, no. I have a question. Well, Don't think I'm corny. Okay, nobody gang, in this room gang, should think I'm corny. Gang, gang. Okay, so your dad, rest in peace, his soul. Yeah, is that where the lyric "Who's your daddy"? Is he a charm? Is he a charm yeah, minor? Is he an allergy? Is that where yeah. that came from? Yeah, it's an Omar allergy something. Omar allergy. Because your dad was one. Yeah. My mind is like. <laughs> a lot of people don't actually know. Like he, he was an actual allergy. What is what does that mean for those of us that? Uh, he went to familiar. Mecca, and he, as far as I know, mm-hmm. you know, he went to Mecca and he earned the title. So, yeah. 
There's Muslims that are not allowed Jesus, but oh. he was one. As best minority. This is what they need to be teaching in school. So we can have an understanding of like the people around us and the different things that make up Nigeria, not freaking the first person that learned how to drive. What's this type of stuff they teach in social studies in Nigeria in Nigerian secondary school? I It'd be dumb really, stuff. Bro, I can't remember. You said what? Why are we learning about the first man? It wasn't us. It was a white man. It wasn't Nigerian. So why do we need to know about that? The teacher about the person that composed the national anthem. That I heard the, is that who, the, the, I, I heard the he's person poor. that dis- designed the national flag. I heard the guy's poor. <laughs> that he doesn't even like. You would think that someone who did something like that would be like stinkingly rich, and he's not. He doesn't have. Well, should be paying like is there royalties on the national anthem? There definitely needs to be uh, royalties and publishing on the national anthem. <laughs> Straits. Is it on iTunes? Is the national anthem on on on, on Spotify? Who sang it? Um, uh, <laughs> Who sang it? <laughs> no, but um, respect definitely needs to be put on his name. I forgot what his name was. I feel very like un un Nigerian right now. The anthem. Is it two separate people? Yeah, it's two separate people. Well, this is not a history know, class, I know, guys. I know so. they're two separate people, so. I, yeah, me. Sha. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. um, please be mindful of what you say in this country. You can't get arrested. You can't be uh canceled. Canceled. All, all that good. All that good stuff. Have they tried canceling you before? Uh, lots of times. What's the most recent one? Uh, when I defended MI. What happened with MI? I didn't defend MI particularly. I was just. Ah, man, it was just, it was me coming out to say something against, I won't say against, but there's this lady, Ozia, told me. So mm-hmm. she picked a certain tweet that Emma. <gasps> I remember this. Okay. Yeah. And they fully came for me. I it was see. like there was a group chat and they went there to reconvene and then there was a calculated plan yeah like after i thought the whole thing was over and then there was kiki Modi in my mentions there was you know a bunch of people like powerful women in your mentions yes and women of substance i was in london and i was confused and i was like what's going on are they canceling me is this what is this what canceling feels like yo and it was but then i was it was just funny because i knew where mi was coming from I don't remember the context. I think it has to do with the underage girl. It was it was Ev's official. Get into that, it was Ev's official Annie Kanye West lyric. And this was during when she and father were sort of like cozying up to each other. And oh, wow. she posted a, a picture. She posted a, a picture tears. and MI tweeted and he, he responded to the post and it was like, Father stretch my hands. Mm-hmm. And my point of view was like father DMW. But then they say, you know, it's from a Kanye West song, and then they proceed to break down. The, they pulled up the whole. So you don't see, but song. okay. As, even though you were defending MI, which you have every right to do, you didn't see how the opposing side could find that to be problematic. They finding it problematic was problematic. But it was more than them who found it problematic. It was. It was. She was the one that pointed it out, and it was like everyone yeah. was saying. But when I saw that tweet, my mind didn't even go to the bleached asshole line until she pointed it out. I forgot all about this until you've just said this thing now. So it's like, no, like, but they came, they came for me, and I stood my ground. I stood my ground. See, I have a very different opinion, and maybe, you know, it has to do with the fact that, like, 
uncomfortable comments made towards me who identifies as a woman like i could i would appreciate someone standing up well i i would appreciate you know these people standing up to say like things that we could say five years ago that nobody would check like people are checking them now um so i'm not i wasn't against them you know sticking up like yeah yeah, i was challenging that the the only thing i came out to say was just because there were a lot of people that were pointing out to her how this isn't what this guy meant and she still had the tweet up and you know i guess it wasn't my place to say but um yeah. twitter's a toxic place and you have not been canceled so you know yeah the, the god the music gods are still upon you yeah um let's do next next topic i think it's me it's me no it's you no it's me it's you yeah okay let me keep finding myself okay next topic is hustle culture ha 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 I can spend get it by any means. Seven hours on this. Do what you gotta do. Um, what chop, is the, make I chop. What is the context of this? Uh, this this is a more general conversation, and yeah. I think someone like you would be perfect to have this conversation with, because um, I feel like this topic is very triggering to me uh, as someone who has you know moved to this country and tried to hustle. Oh, uh, you can hustle all you want, and you still be broke, or you hustle and hustle and hustle, and you still in the same position Just because be this country is a freaking. Uh, is a freaking destiny crusher. Or you've been hustled by Damn, the Damn, look, con- look at that angle. I didn't even think of that. Uh, um, I, I think I would ask you, right? Because this is not an interview because I have no yeah. desire to, you know, interview like you on radio. Um, you hustling, like your whole career has been like hustling, right? Yeah. Um, when do you feel like, when did you feel like, okay, this hustle has been worth it and I finally made it? Hmm. That makes sense. Can you remember when that point happened to you? Uh, I think sometime in 2018. Okay. Yeah. When I finally moved into my own place. And yeah, in 2018, it just, it just felt good. At least, you know, leaving the label, not knowing like when I, when I left my previous employers, I didn't know what I was going to do with myself. Mm. It was just like, yo, it, there was some point where I was even asking myself, is this really what I want to do? And I did it and it paid off and it was like, okay, I'm glad I did it. Right. So I think for at some point, you know, that part, that's when the hustle felt rewarding. Okay. So yeah, definitely 2018. Do you still feel like you're hustling now? Yeah, I'm still, but I'm hustling now more than ever because it's like, there's one thing I used to always say, but it's, it's something I live now. It's, there's always a higher level than the top. Mm-hmm. So it's like with every ground that you break, as long as you're still standing, you see that there's still more ground to be broken. Right. So it's like, it's just, it's like until you retire, it's, it's a hustle until you retire situation at this point. That sounds depressing. Yeah. I do not want to hustle till I die. This country no, promotes hustling until hustle, you hustle die. Till you, retire. you will hustle till you kill yourself. Hustle till you retire. Actually, you know what? I don't want to say cure, so that's insensitive because it's actually it's super triggering because I actually thought retire. about something. Just think, think of a retirement day. You can't retire in Nigeria. It. Like even the people that retire in Nigeria, they're still doing side. They're not even full. You won't. I don't even consider those people retired. Because they'll still be doing. Me, side, I side know deals. personally. I don't want to be making music until like a certain time because it's not. It's not something. It's not healthy. At least here, when you're young and you have the energy to take some bullshit yeah do it by all means 
But the idea for me is to do it to a point where I wouldn't have to do it anymore. Right. And the music will take care of me. So that's, you know, my own idea of retiring and maybe moving on to another hustle. But yeah. Okay, so I want to say... So I just, I literally said two seconds ago, like, you hustle until you, kill, until you kill yourself. And I want to actually retract that because um, it was super insensitive to say, especially there's something just that just happened recently about somebody who um, they just, they recently passed and they passed in that way. Um, I don't want to talk about it deeply because I don't, I don't understand the full context, but it, it just reminds me of like how people view hustling so i want to read a tweet i saw this morning right and it said um this tweet is by um odun of piggy vest she's like freaking a freaking awesome human being um but she made a she tweeted something earlier this morning and it says in most places you can usually say you'll work really hard save invest do all the right things and you'll make good measurable progress um, but here in this place, this place meaning Nigeria, you can usually do all those things and end up remaining in the same exact position all your life. And that tweet is very triggering because it's exactly what it says. In a functioning society, you can say, I'm going to hustle and get to, from point A to point B. When I get to point B, I'll hustle some more, get to point C, and then you can, you can have, go- you can carve out goals for yourself. And then when you reach those goals, you'll feel accomplished. In this country, you will do A, B, C, D, E, F. You get to F. It feels like you're still at A. Okay? So I don't support any type of rhetoric that talks about, oh, you need a hustle. Remember that time when, like, uh, it was in pop culture, like, hustle, make you know hustle. something. Yeah. Make. Make them know see if you're a baby or something like that. Like, that time when it was really, really popular. And we were making joke of it because, you know, comedy is our number one coping mechanism in this country. And guess what? We're what? still hustling. And we're still hustling. But think about it. Like, you hustle, you hustle, you hustle. You can't even see the fruit of your labor in this country, bro. Like, how many, how many, how many hit songs will, you know, will you have and you maybe still can't afford a house because like we don't have structure to get like uh residual income how many jobs will you do how many videos will you shoot how many you know social media accounts will you run and how then many like song you want to sing baby <laughs> like i don't understand because if i think about it the number of gigs i've done or the number of things i've i've done in this country since i moved here does not measure to the money that's in my account so I'm hustling, I'm hustling, I'm hustling, but what, what are we hustling to or for? Because you hustle, you, let's say you save money. One, one accident, like one problem will happen to you. That whole savings. Whoosh, At this point, hustling, hustling should be re- termed a recreational activity. Is it a recreational activity? At this point, cause you're just doing this, it's like going to the gym. <laughs> I mean, that was self day. But I don't know. I feel like we should stop using the word hustle because it's actually dangerous. Um and when I say dangerous it's like it's if it affects your mental health. Um it affects yeah, I'm like stop hustling though. I walk now. What's the difference between hustling and working? Uh, hustling is like hustling feels like it's cut to Okay. Working is like, you know, I wake up in the morning, I spew some coffee in my mug, go to the studio, I sit down, put my laptop. I listen to some songs. I decide, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to drop this, you know. Bada bing, bada boom. Mm-hmm. I'm working. I don't want to be a hustler. I think that, I think I will actually adopt that. Like, yeah. I'm no longer hustling. I'm working. Because yeah. hustling definitely does have that, like, aggressive, like, 
desperate undertow like I'm yeah. all by any means oh if yeah. I need to go and kill somebody let me kill somebody if I need to go and steal let me steal I have to do whatever it takes by any means which is not necessarily wrong but then it's not necessarily positive right. either because you got right. people doing things they should not be doing you know all in the name of hustling so let's work you know I'm, I'm I came to work Today I'm gonna yeah. work tomorrow. I'm not going to hustle. Oh, like, that, that even the, the way you hustle, like ah, even the word itself feels stressful. It's like hustle, hustle, <laughs> Yeah. Um. I don't know. Hustle, hustle culture is um is 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 dangerous. And I'm not saying it like like to be super super woke. I'm saying it in terms of like there are negative implications to you feeling like you have to hustle in a country where it's like everyone says, Oh, like for example, Lagos is like, Oh, we all moved to Lagos to hustle. Oh, we do this to hustle. And it's like, baby, we hustling. You hustle, hustle, hustle. They still, they still increase the freaking petrol to 212. The hustle I'm hustling can still not afford the petrol that they're raising the prices of or the NEPA tariff or the price of tomatoes or the price of, you know, onions. existing. Are onions, are onions expensive too? Right now, every but everything since the whole NSARS thing, I don't think prices have normalized, and that's another thing I don't like with Nigeria. What don't you like? Once about this there's country? a once there's a minor hike in something, you, you can it never, never goes hear. Down. Yeah, it never, it doesn't. They've been saying that you you go to the market, they tell you the price is like, ah, why is this thing high? It's a dollar don't increase. That dollar has never gone down. Well, true, the dollar has never gone down, but it's like I've never I've never seen like prices normalize. After, after they go up, you know, after like everything has calmed down, the situation that caused the thing to spike has stopped. They just keep it there. And our man, God, I don't even know. If, I don't. I mean, I'm yeah. tired. I think this, this is the first time in my life where, like, I've since I moved to this country, I've questioned like, why am I? Why am I really here? I lied. I've questioned this thing before, but like, it's getting really, uh. Like the frequency, maybe I'll do it like once a year. I'll have like a, a, a reflective, like, okay, just why are you here? Then I'm like, okay, Jess, you know why you're here, you stay. But this one where it's like every couple of weeks, especially since that and SARS, is like, okay, explain, remind yourself why you're here again because it don't make no sense. I understand I have privilege. I'm not gonna sit here and say that I don't, I don't have a way to leave, but I'm not trying to leave. That's the thing. I don't, I'm not trying to run away. But then there's a population that looks at me like, you stupid fool. No one's forcing you to stay here. You need to, you need to bounce. Um, well, if I run, let those know. So fully run. Uh, How are they gonna follow run. us, run? Uh-uh. Where'd you get that tattoo? These are all the tattoos on my right hand are old. Oh this wow! Is one. Look at you, tatted up, shorty. Yeah, don't know. I'm about oh, wow. to finish up my sleeve real soon. Any anybody in this room have tattoos? Damn, wow! We alone. We alone in the wild. Wow! We need to convert you guys. You need to get some needle on your skin. ASAP. ASAP. I think get one, but I just haven't decided what. Oh, so you're like one of those people that has to like think really deeply and intently about what you're getting? Yeah. It doesn't have to be meaningful. I just Mm -hmm. have to know that I will like it. Right. Would you be open to getting a tattoo in Nigeria? Hmm? No. What? I I caught you. Why not? Why not? I just wouldn't trust. All my this tattoos have been sick. gotten in okay in Africa. I said I I got this one in Uganda. Everything else I've gotten and are they in Lagos. Skillful as well, like would they actually? Yeah, do a well, good look job? at my look at my skin. I know when I first came here, people shoved that in my brain, like, oh, you can't get a tattoo in Nigeria. I don't think I don't think that's fair to say anymore. 
There's actually, I, I, they're, they're, they're pretty talented decent. tattoo artists. And there's, there's tattoo artists okay. that fly into the country. I think it's because my best friend's mum is a tattoo artist. <gasps> she's amazing. Really? Is she Nigerian? Like, no, no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm just like, power. somebody's mommy. Somebody's mother in what? Nigeria. What? In which generation? <laughs> um, no, but I think, I think that, okay, as much as this country's wretched, and I would never, ever, ever come here and be defending this country like, oh, this country's so great. There's a lot of things that I feel like we, especially those of us who, like, migrate from, like, uh, diaspora back here, um, that we need to learn. Like, there are actually some talented people. It's always just like, it's not, it's not going to be high quality. Now, granted, there's some mm-hmm. low quality people that do low quality work in this country. But that's like, that's everywhere, right? But like, in terms of tattoos and like piercing and stuff, there's actually like legit people that are, Look at how people have piercings in this country. Like it's yeah, like it's I, nothing, I bro. I want to my nose. Like, you want to? I've been thinking about it a lot, but then it's like I think it was a lot of people say once you do it, it's like it's for life. Mm. Is it for life? It I would heal. See it. Yeah, I can't imagine myself taking my one out. Like I've had it since I was, I think, sixteen. Really? Wow. I actually have two, and I can't. Yeah, I can't imagine taking it out. I'm and like <sighs> having a hole just there, like. Nah. When 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 yeah. it heals, I don't understand. If it heals, is it gonna be like it's gonna be a scar, right? It's gonna be. Like, is yeah, it gonna it be, like, be like, a, like yeah? A hole. So like I have two, and I haven't put a ring yeah, in the other one for like maybe about two years, and it's just still just there. But Does, it's, not, it's not noticeable though. Right. Hmm. I would. You should. You should get like a fake a fake stud and see how it looks. I see. I wait till my mom goes back. Oh, your mother. Your your mother's in town. Yeah. How's it? How does it like? Being with your mom, I'm praying a lot more these days. Come on, yeah, I'm, I'm praying that we we'll maybe she need home. to move in. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't your mother move into your house? What? No, no, no. Do you feel yourself like being like more behaved than normal? Like, yeah. So you're not like out and about all wild in these streets. I haven't been out. I can't remember the last time I was out. But she See, knows you go out. Yeah, but it's like I could be out when it's like nine o'clock. My phone starts going off. Oh, uh, a mother's love. How's your mother's love? It's like it's cramping my style. I want to turn up. I'm. <laughs> I'll be back sure. before the curfew. Just chill. Do you really come back for the? There's nothing like curfew. Uh, I'm sorry. Curfew. There's no, no. There's not. When there's people getting no, arrested, there's not. I don't. That's I no. Ah, uh, there's curfew. Just I was it. here. I was here trying to form. You know. Uh well-behaved citizen of the nation, right? I'd stop going... Like, I will always be running home before it's 12. Running home before it's 12. I think, like, last week or, like, two weeks ago, I was out after the curfew. Bruh. There was a checkpoint. They was bribing them. They was bribing them. Like, literally... There was this one guy who was trying to make muzzle now, like, well, you're on the road this time, you're on the road this time. I literally saw this with my cuckoo two eyes. The guy, like, crumpled up money and, like, tried to give it to the guy. So the guy was swimming, ah, you want to bribe me, you want to bribe me? He looked left, he looked right. He now collected the money and now said you can go. Then everybody, like, squeezed themselves, like, tried to pass before the guy now closed the demarcation again. There's nothing like no curfew. Um, 200 naira, you, you, you safe. I I feel like when it Maybe comes to is too much. No, when it comes to like being on the road after the curfew, mm-hmm. that's it's non-existent. You can always sweet talk your way out of that. Okay. But if you are somewhere and they pull up, 
Hmm. Well, that's a topic. That's a, yeah. Hold on. Do let's see. I'm gonna do okay. Magic fingers. Magic fingers. Pick up the next fan and tell me what you read, unless I have it. Dang, I'm gonna just pick up the next fan. No, I don't have it. Dang, you gonna find it though. I have it. <laughs> okay. So police raid Cubana nightclub. Oh, I was parade gonna talk about it. Violators. I was gonna Lake. talk about it. <laughs> I was gonna talk about it. Yes, I love the inside scoop. Yeah, I believe so. That's what I heard. You know, okay. they came in there, they ordered drinks, and it's like they just told themselves it's time. And they just went, they closed the doors, and they just went to the DJ. Hey! Of that tip. Are you, are you serious? Yeah. Imagine you doing best sense at the club, and like, you see one random person, like, going to just gonna close the door. Bam! Gonna go and close the thing. Bam! You're like, what's going on? <laughs> Whatever. You know, keep doing your little, you know, uh, uh, uh. And then you just hear the work, 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 like you hear the DJ scratch. He, I don't even know if DJ. Okay, maybe he did. Maybe he That would be scratch. a very pro- professional maybe, DJ. I watched him in the of any DJ, any DJ that Task Force goes to miss, and you actually bring it down in a non chaotic manner. Ah, big ups to you. Work they need work to work pay work you work more. You're yeah. getting arrested. Ladies and gentlemen, party people. <laughs> Party people, you know what time it is because we don't know what time it is right now. (laughs) We have some people here from the task force, so we are going to jail tonight. So they say some people's phones are still in the club. They just they just took everybody out of there. So okay, so there's a couple of things I want to like attack on this topic. So the first topic, let's let's take it back to December, okay? Mm. So December, you I ain't go out. Arrested me. <laughs> I was seeing picture like every day was like press release of newest group of people that they've arrested in um in I the club. I, it, I think they started in January. It happened in December too. I know. I was out in December, like ending of December. I was out ending of December up till New Year's. Yeah, New Year's, I, I come down. Okay, well, you would know. I, I didn't go out, but like I remember, I saw I remember I saw a picture where I was like, "What the heck is this?" There were people that were dressed up like heels, uh, you know, Fashion Nova dress, um, or what's the what's the Nigerian version of Fashion Nova? I don't know, but they were all dressed up and they were sitting on the ground in like the police station. I said, "What is this?" Yeah. They now said that like, they raided like the clubs, Club Victoria. I remember that one. Oh, that was Club Victoria. Yeah, this one you have all the inside scoop. Yeah. So when I, I be, I be, yeah, you have to know what's up, so you know where not to go. But why don't you just not go? <laughs> Wait, why don't? Where's you the just fun not in go? that? Where's the Where's the actual fun in just sitting in your house when you're awake at midnight? How many shows do you want to watch on Netflix? What's the fun in that? Go out there and risk. So your let's life. go risk our lives. Yeah, you know, you, how old you? you only live one for the sake of the bedu. Uh uh-uh. uh, bedu with the bus brain. No bull, no bull. Um, so it was funny because last week I met, I saw one of my friends who's like a um a party promoter, right? And they were like, you know, you haven't been out, you haven't been out. I'm like, I haven't been out in like two years. Like, I don't I, even before COVID, I, I I stopped going out. So he was like, so I asked, I was like, how do you guys, how do you guys survive? It? Like, how do you guys still party? Um, despite there being, you know, 
curfew. And he was like, bro, they sort out these police, like, they yeah. sort police. Yeah. They're basically paying police to not do their job. Like, everybody, so basically, he was saying, like, if you see, if you see them raid a club, that's because the club didn't sort out the police. And I'm like, bro, so this thing that they're saying curfew because of COVID, it doesn't, is the COVID, I don't, I don't, I don't really understand it. I feel like it's it's beyond COVID at this point. It's not I don't even know. COVID. Every man for themselves. Yeah, it's been like that since the beginning of this country. Okay, since 1960, probably even before that. But what I'm trying to say is that like, it doesn't. Do you, do you want the mic? You got you got you want to sing? Since 1960, right, well, come, 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 come share your chops. You, that's what I was singing. Is that what he was? Is that what you were singing? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Um. Like I, I think. We don't we don't operate like there's COVID in Nigeria anyway, so I, at this point I the curfew is just know, a money making mechanism. Count, you know, like I don't. I think they stop. I think the CDC still says the numbers. I don't think those numbers is real though, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. I mean, yo, you when you guys go to the club, do you wear masks? To get in, yeah. So you just use a mask as ticket <laughs> of entry. <laughs> No, I feel like because there's there's normal spots that open and they close at like midnight, and I know for a fact that Bolivar, if you're going to Bolivar, you have to be in good health. You have to go there with a mask and be with your bubble. Oh my, well, you people need to start showing negative COVID tests to enter the club. That's deep. Now. How many how many tests do you want to test? How many tests do you want to do? So I'll be like, okay, I'm going to the club on Friday. Then two days test before, I'll stab my nose. <laughs> oh yeah, I've never taken a COVID test. I don't know how. I'm that taking like works. seven. World traveler, that's why. The, Those of us that haven't seen airplane was, since when I was stuck in London, and they kept moving when they wanted to open the airport and <gasps> flights. Yeah. So you have to keep paying for every single one. Yeah. It was terrible, and it's like every time I go, I know I don't have this thing. <laughs> you stop saying it so like I know you don't know. I know you well, could be asymptomatic. I was isolating. It's like I've gotten one negative result and then the Nigerian government does some fuckery and then I have to go and get another negative result. I wasn't going anywhere. I wasn't doing anything. I don't know if it's like, if this is like broke people talk, but like I'm not traveling because of that. You know how like um you want to order something online and like the bill, like the, the total, the car will be like be, like a large amount of money, yeah. but then you'll see the shipping and you're like, nah, this shipping is too much. I don't even care if that shipping is like $20. It's like, nah, I'm not buying this <laughs> stuff. That's how I feel with COVID tests. I will be like, okay, I'll buy the flight ticket. I could buy the flight ticket, but is that 50K COVID test I don't want to pay? I think there's, there's, there should be cheaper ones. This one's like 30K. And is stuff. it real? I don't know. <laughs> everything in this country, don't they have like fake everything? Is there is there nothing like fake uh, yeah, COVID tests? Yeah, you could like Photoshop it. I've heard people do that. Actually. Yeah, a lot of people do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is depressing to hear this. It's like, you try your hardest to keep yourself safe, but it's like, what's the point? Like, your neighbor doesn't care. Yeah. Your, your neighbor's neighbor doesn't care. So like... I remember when there was people that, you know, I, the only thing I'm glad about COVID is now I don't have to shake people's hands unnecessarily. It's like everybody gets it chopped. Oh, or chopped elbow, chopped elbow. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on. There we go. Chopped elbow. Boom. <laughs> Shout out Dio. So it's like, yeah, man. But it's just, I don't know. I, really, I just wish they could bring back shows because I want to perform. 
But there's all these like small, small shows happening. Still. I don't want small, small show. I want big show. As per your balloon, sorry. You can't, you can't do a hundred person venue. It gotta be a stadium. I, bro, I could do it. It gotta be, it gotta be, it gotta be 10,000. No, I could Anything do less, don't call YC. I could do a hundred people or 200, like. Why can't you do 50 people, like of your intimate fans? 50. If it's 50, then there's gonna be 50 more people that wanna be there. I forgot who I'm speaking to. My bad. You're not an up-and-coming artist. Some of us are looking for just 20 people to come to our show. Meanwhile. Why me? Why me? Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, I think, well, if, if Nigeria is going to take uh, America's route, America's like... For example, is it California or Texas? They're about to they've lift they're about to lift up no mask rule. Some places are about to open up their places as if COVID didn't happen, which is making me so angry. Because it's like all this devastation, all this calamity, all this chaos, and then you guys just wake up like, Hey, no more masks. Hey, indoor seating or indoor dining. Hey, um, you can just behave as if COVID never happened. That's not fair because so many people have died. So many people have lost their jobs, their houses, yeah. their their families, and we're just waking up. No more COVID, guys. It's okay. I no more masks. I personally don't think that's a good idea. Like I, the, the whole no more, no more mask rule. That's not smart. Why is it not smart to you? I mean, it's just you can open up, but I don't. I don't think it's something that should be announced. You know, if you want to wear masks, wear masks. If you don't want to wear masks, then and don't. that's what they said. No, they said it's gonna be. It's not gonna be mandatory to wear masks masks anymore. Huh. Which I don't understand because if you're relating with, like, if you go to another state where it's still mandatory, see, I think this world, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but like something is not, something. Something is about to happen. Or something's they already know, happening. They know something that they're not telling us. But if we say it on this podcast, that's how we'll come and find our address. Let so them know, there's not, not, there's not, there's, not what's that. the next topic? It's your turn, fan. <laughs> I ain't trying to go to jail or end up in Area 51. <laughs> this guy said Area 51 <laughs> Will you turn your back On your family For someone you love Bitch <laughs> who do you love dun, dun. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> You're a joker bro Um okay So I think this topic Derived from like The Megan and Harry interview This okay oh. Yeah but hold on Hold on hold on hold on it's, This this question Is not even directly Involved Involved with that interview, but yeah. I can see how it was derived from that interview. I mean, but in to I don't know. I think I watched a bit of the interview, and there's a part where Harry was like he felt trapped even before he started dating Megan. So it's like it's it's more or less she sort of like gave him, gave him the courage out. to leave. Yeah, so it's like he always wants to leave. You know, and with the history with his mom mm-hmm. and everything, man, I feel bad for that guy. But I feel even worse for Megan because it's just like there are so many things that she discussed. Like there was the part where she's talking about how there were some people that were discussing what the kid was going to look like before the kid arrived. <sighs> and it's like, wait, so it's they didn't give that baby a title there was no security for that baby. And it's just like, man. Oh, boy. So I'm not going to cap because what does capping ever do for anyone? I'm not going to sit here like I didn't I didn't watch the interview. Um, so I'm probably am not even going to be well informed enough to have like a deep and nuanced like response. Um, but I do want to say I feel bad 
for her as like an objective human being. But part of me doesn't feel as bad as I see a lot of other people feeling bad only because it's like you made the conscious effort to marry in such a family. Well, she didn't know. Yeah, and then I no, mean, the, in the in, you should try to watch the interview. There's a part where she okay. was like, because you know she's American first of all. Mm-hmm. So the way a lot of people see the royal family, mm-hmm. it it's deeply affected by what part of the world you're in. That's very true. That's very true. So it's like she said it that she, you know, she didn't even know how to curtsy before she met Queen Elizabeth. Right. So it's it's one of those things where she had she didn't even know much about Harry because anything she wanted to know, Harry was always telling her. So she didn't. You don't think that if you were about to marry the king of somebody village, you okay? Let me not use let me not use that as an example. If you're about to marry a celebrity, you wouldn't go research or like. I mean, celebrity is different. This is like royalty. But, but they're a form of celebrity. She said that she didn't research. Yeah. That she didn't Google him. Yeah, that part. But that's questionable. I have a question. You, all you, all you, all you young dashing men in this room, when you want to um, toast a babe or chike a babe, I don't know, what do, what do y'all say? Toast, chike? Spin. Uh, s- what? Spin. Spin? Yeah. Spin a babe? Yeah. Okay. Do you guys go Google her? Uh-uh. Google phone. <laughs> see, that's part of the problem. You gotta check her Instagram. <laughs> you see? <laughs> hey, God. You check her Instagram. So, 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 Harry, so, so Megan ain't check Harry's IG? He ain't check that's IG. Do you have an IG? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Doesn't. Okay. He doesn't. Uh, oh, well, I don't know. I don't follow this stuff. Like, I only, you know, it's nah, my she proxy. should have Googled. Like, man, because Harry has been through it. Harry has actually been through it. I'm not going to lie. I, so you don't find it far-fetched that she said she didn't research? Because she was in love now. You no, know? no, 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 no. She's not in love with some like Tom, Dick, or Harry. She's in love with Prince, with Harry. Prince Harry. You said Tom, oh, Dick, or okay. Harry. No, no. But that's since they've been married, though, right? That's since they've been married. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I find it really hard to believe. And I'm not negating what she said. I think I sympathize with her as a woman. Because, like, imagine... Look at our culture. Look at what women be suffering in in marriages in in Nigerian culture. So why won't I be able to relate with, you know, your husband's family ostracizing you or, like, you know, being being evil towards you? But you want to tell me you didn't go research... That's the part I'm like. You want to tell me you didn't go? You didn't go Google? Said, you didn't go look I at believe, Wikipedia? But that part, I maybe don't. she's. I yeah. think she, she must have Googled him. Even if you go and tell your babes, like, oh my god, guys, I went on a date, and who'd you go on a date with? Harry. It was with the prince. His name is Harry. But apparently, her friend set it up, so I, I guess she didn't really have that. Is her friend also like, American? They haven't disclosed who this friend is. I don't see how this this is worldwide trending news. That's crazy. But wait, will you turn your back on your family for the one you love? That's a very funny t- question. I can read a tweet from. I can't but I love my today. family, so it's like, what's the, the tweet? Who do I really love? So this is. Hold on, let her read the tweet. You know about that frame. Oh, Uti Wachuku. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he said, "Family first, always." You see this love thing. If it makes you turn your back on your family, then hmm, watch out. Even if Clifford was part of my family, I would never, I will never join anyone, especially a romantic partner, to bring down and condemn my family. Never. (laughs) 
Is this 1998? What? Um, and you have to even give... You have to... And apparently, like... We don't even... You have to give well context deserved. as to who... Chill, chill, chill. Why is he, do you know who Clifford Oji is? I know Clifford Oji. Uh, uh, right. There's people that don't, know, that don't know who he is. You don't know Clifford Oji? Well, <laughs> ah. I was reading the papers, man. I know Clifford Oji. <laughs> okay, so for like, for like, let's say you don't know who Clifford Oji is. Just to give, just to give, con- like, give context to this thing that this... Wait, he said even say. if Clifford Oji was in his family, he wouldn't turn his back on... F- yeah. Okay. Oji, stop lying. Okay, Clifford Oji, come on, come on, who that? Clifford Oji was a cannibal, cooking people and eating them up. It was public, like it was publicly known. So if you have that kind of person in your family, my guy, which kind, which kind of bobo now? <laughs> Yo, um, that's crazy. Anyway, let me but not this start. this family thing, yeah, it's like there's there's one thing I read. I think it was on Humans of New York. Mm-hmm. And it's like some guy was talking about human beings are the only animals that after they're born, they still feel this sort of obligation to their immediate family as opposed to where if you're like a lion or let me say like a leopard, if once you're a cub and you've grown to your adults, whatever, you're going to move on and, you know, try and build your own pack or something like that. So it's like family is one thing, but then it's like, what about your own family? You know, wouldn't you want to create your own family? And that's obviously with somebody you love. So it depends on the kind of love now, like how you love someone and then it becomes a question where you're not having to turn your back on your family. That means one of the two, one of the two is toxic. Yeah, okay. You know what is... Interesting. I can only relate this to Nigerian culture because that's the culture I exist in. I don't know any other, you know, culture. As a, like, especially as, like, the women, when you marry, okay, for, let me say Igbo culture. I don't know, I don't know how it is in Yoruba culture or any other culture. I'm Igbo. The, the woman will marry into, like, to the husband, and it's like you assume the family of your husband. Like, you're the one that's, like, relinquishing your, your marital home, like your marital home, um, your maternal home, and you're not, you like adopt the husband's home village as your village. Then, like, whenever you go for like Christmas and stuff, like you go to the village with your family, you're going to your husband's village. Then you can, like, oh, you can go and visit your maternal home, like, you know, one time when you can have a weekend away from the kids and the family or something, but like, you inherit your fa- your husband's side so it's almost like you not you're not turning your back on your family shot but like is this thing of like the woman has to ass- like inherit the f- the the husband's, husband's family. family kind of type of thing and then you're kind of re- relinquishing like slightly relinquishing your own like family that's one and then two I think you have to understand, like, the context. If we're, if we're trying to compare it to, like, the Meghan and Harry thing, are you turning your back on your family because your family hates your spouse? Or are you turning your back on your family because, you know, another thing, they're not, you know, they're not supporting you or what? So I think it's really interesting, and I think the question depends on, like, the context. Like, let's say we're talking about, would you turn your back on your family because your family hates your wife? Like, they did not want you to marry her. They think she's a witch. Or they think she won't give you children, or you, she hasn't given you a male heir or I'm something. I'm she be witch. I love the witch. 
<laughs> there you have it from Weiss's I'm mouth. I'm in love with the witch. What do you want me to do? What if I'm a wizard? <laughs> that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother story. Um, it's like, it's, if my family does not like who I'm getting married to for no tangible reason, they will leave me a, so, you, so uh, hold on, wait, 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 wait. First of all, tangible, subjective, and two, you need to tell me if your mother, your mother that you, that you, that's like this to you, uh, if she doesn't like your wife, you why, would be like, why won't my mom, mom like my wife? What happened? Like, it's, there's a lot, there's a plethora of things. Don't you be watching Hollywood like back, like in the 90s? It's not you, the 90s. You, you, the mother will come. <laughs> Look, let me tell you, let me tell you. But it's so, not, my mother is not precious as well. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Allah, but like you said, you're saying the reason why I'm bringing this up is because you said, Why wouldn't your mother like your wife? Like, bro, yeah, something must have happened, and I would like to know sometimes what happened. Sometimes these mothers don't like these women unprovoked. No, my mom's not like that. I don't, I, I don't know. Shout out to, just, shout have, out to Mama, Hygi, uh, Mama YC or I'll have this conversation Mama with her when I get home. You, you should know. definitely have the conversation. I need to know. And let me know. Before, I, <laughs> before you gotta enter one chance. <laughs> I need to know. I just go like, Mommy, what will happen if I say I want to get married and you don't like my wife? I think it's a different conversation for women because like, when you get married, it's like, it's assumed that the man is, is, is marrying you. So it's like, your parents could tell you like this is not a good man to marry right and there's instances of women probably being like no this is the man i love i'm going off and running into the sunset with him but like in nigeria mo- yeah i was about to say in nigeria i haven't i haven't, I haven't seen that what's, what's dirty sunset yeah. hold up we'll hold you before you get to this sunset. <laughs> uh no i think it's crazy i think but it does beg the question like how how um do you take your family's perception of the person you want to marry into consideration. Mm. Like, for example, Harry clearly didn't take the royal family's uh, thoughts and opinions of his wife into consideration. He was yeah. like, nah, I love this woman. Um, you know, I love this biracial woman and I want to have her children or I want her to have my, I want to have children with her. And yeah, we're going to have like a, a lovely family and then look at what's happening now. And they're going to have another kid, by the way. Yeah, they're gonna have another, you know, a biracial baby that they'll be there asking, "Is the baby gonna be dark skinned?" I don't Bro. see why they would think that the child would be dark skinned when she's not dark skinned. He's not black, but um, that's the conversation for another day. Um, in this instance, in Nigeria, I in in a country where men take a uh, a lot of men take their mothers or their parent is it their mother or their parents what they have to say about their spouse their mom. into consideration. I don't see I don't see that many men saying like they would not be with their wife or they wouldn't marry their wife because their because their mother didn't like them. Am I making sense? I don't think I'm making sense. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Sha, um, I think it's different for for men and women. Different strokes for different folks. Last, last. Whose turn is it to pick up a fan? Is it me? I think so. I, I, I think my fans are done. I think you're done. You're done. Whoa! I'm Ooh. finished. Amen. 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 Uh-huh. I was waiting for this one. Okay. The before and after people move abroad tweets were not ugly or just in Nigeria. Ooh. Okay. So. I, I didn't want to find myself with this one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. I'm just going to keep that fan because I'm not a fan of that fan. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, bars that you don't even try. Uh, um, So I don't know what sparked that whole thing where people were like putting their... It's bottom now. We are in a developed country. You don't have what to do with your Wi-Fi. Nobody is coming to harass you with 212 naira per liter. You just wake up in the morning and just say, how will I piss off? There's light. There's unlimited internet. You know. Um, How will I just piss off with super fast 5G? Oh, my. Bruh. You see that 5G thing? Hey! The The internet will be predicting for you what you want to do. Have you used? Do you, are you on five G right now? No, I used it when I was in London. Oh, okay. Ah, that thing was mad. <laughs> that thing was mad. It was like the the high speed. It you doesn't know. buffer. It's just I was. That's when I started watching podcasts. I started, you know, watching interviews. I'll sit mm. there and watch an interview for one hour. Do you still watch? Do you still watch and listen to podcasts now that you're back in Lagos? Yeah. I do it's just like, when I'm just cleaning at home. I just plug my ears in. Mm. Shout out for you, plug with the AirPods. Chop me. Yeah. Um. Okay. So it's really interesting because I feel like I look, I look very different now that I've moved to Nigeria, and I feel like I'm way more toned now that I moved to Nigeria. Um, my skin was way was clearer when I moved to Nigeria. Um, I feel like I dress. I don't know how to compare and contrast how I dressed when I was in uh, America to here, but like I'm way more comfortable in myself in Nigeria than I was um, in Nigeria um, in than America. I was when I was in, in America. So it's 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 interesting looking at people's before and after. But yeah, Nigeria is just sucking the life out of everybody. That's that's what I got out of it. Uh, well, I mean, I feel like it just. First of all, you have to compare and contrast. Okay, how many years difference are we looking at? Facts. Because I don't think. The way I look now is not the same way I looked 10 years ago. Right. I definitely look better. And even when I I always had good skin. I always, you know, it wasn't it wasn't something I used to think about. It's not one of those things where you look at your pictures mm-hmm. at that time and think, oh my, the struggle. We just used to feel fresh in our pictures. That's why I posted them on Facebook in the first place. <laughs> in MySpace. Exactly. So now it's like... People are posting pictures of when they left the country and how they are now in a better climate. Mind you, the skies are clearer. There's, you know, less, what's, yeah, there's less carbon footprint. Mm, But even think about it, like, you can actually find, even if we don't look at, like, the, like, physical um, and biological effects, bro, you go to the you go to like a Western country. There's like cheaper clothes that like you can find nice clothes that are like affordable there. In Nigeria, like you gotta spend an arm and a leg to get decent clothes. Um, you know, you can you can find you can find things that can enhance your appearance at an affordable rate. Like I can't afford to go and say like let me go and buy Boom Street right now. I can't. I need to I need to buy Patrol. Okay, I can't afford to say like I'm gonna go buy like you know. Um, he uh like new clothes or things like that because it's like bro there's there's so you many other priorities new that clothes have when your other clothes are it's not it's not it's not something where you could just be out and just be like oh i saw this dress and i like this dress and um, i bought this dress it doesn't happen like where do you even want to see the dress in night instagram instagram vendor uh that those ones i don't put prizes i'm like <laughs> 
DM for price. DM for price. Like why? And then why? you DM them and the price is fifty k. Um, yeah, it's it's different. I think there's a lot of factors that allow you to like flourish in functioning societies where you I mean, know that whole thing was just. I mean, Nigeria is bad, dude, but man, I don't want to say it's not that bad. It's bad, but if you say it's not that bad, we can end the podcast right now. <laughs> like now, 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 because that's disingenuous. Okay, Nigeria is bad, eh? but the way they made it seem. I think a lot of people didn't. Exactly. I think there were a lot of people that were not taking into consideration that maybe just didn't glow up yet. Because I saw a lot of people like back when I was in SS2. Maybe what, we were all, about, what were we all looking like in SS2? What bro? if you were a dead guy? Bro. You now went to America and realized and you that you like, can be a better guy. You know, think about that part. You know, I think some people were like back when I was 14 and now I'm 25. Of course, you're going to look different like bro. nine years. Nine years. I would hope you look different nine years later. Um, I bet that thing was just, it was just, I know like, yeah, you're fresh now. Kudos, congrats. But I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg. Uh, people did this Niger, we see fresh inside Niger. Those people would probably be fresher if they were in a different country. I guess we'll never know. And those people must have money because like, it's so, it's so frustrating. Looking good, it has to correlate with like money. You can't, you can't even, how am I saying this? Like, I'm going back to how I'm saying, like, you can go to, you can go, I'm not trying to say, like, America's better than this place, so, but, like, thrifting, right? Uh, oh, my God. Uh, my whole closet oh, uh, is going okay. to, like, vintage stores and, like, picking uh, stuff up, no, right? This, $2 this, $3 this, $2 jeans, and, like, these jeans would be, like, correct, like, Levi-branded jeans, right? You come to Nige and they sell them jeans 6K for one pair. Meanwhile, 6K? you can buy this thing... <laughs> Two dollars. <laughs> Wait, am Where? I tripping? Six K is too is too low. Show me the place, please. I would like to know. Oh wow. Okay, I stand corrected. But that proves my point. Hey, that you can't find. You're talking fifteen, twenty k. Oh no. You see, that's why I've been wearing the same jeans for like seven years. Uh, um. But yeah, most, like most it's cheaper then, to look I, better. I like to shop when I travel. I'll travel with empty box. And then I shop. Well, how love for who back. doesn't travel? Uh, not all of us can travel. Um, you try, you try at least once a year, even if it's just once. I'll save. Um, you try. You're talking to a very small percentage of people. I, I just want you to know. Some of us, if you like, we try ten years. We're not. Le- we're not leaving here. Sorry, yo. sorry, yo. you know. I, <laughs> last, last, sorry, uh, right? Uh, people that, but I see people. There are people that travel even more than I travel. I see people go to Dubai almost every. Uh, I'm like, hey. I've never been to Dubai. I've been there only once. And it was like, that was when I was in the world. I see you used to smoke that time. I almost lost my mind. But Why? There's no smoking in Dubai. Oh. Yeah. Damn. Like not my, my kind of smoking that time. You know? I see. Yeah. But now, I can't wait to go back. And, and chop life. Well, um, if you can get past the COVID and the increased flight prices and um, what else? Then maybe you'll see Dubai this 2021. But for those of us still in Lagos, holler at me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think people have to take into consideration that uh, when you're in a struggling country, you will look. There's a high chance you will look like the suffering of the country you're su- like you're Facts. suffering in. Um, if you know Lagos, imagine or, if somebody was in this traffic that just went through without AC in their car. Oh, baby, that's why. 
See, people be laughing at me sometimes, but these fan, this fan is a lifesaver. This fan is a lifesaver. Every time just, I enter a just, taxi just, without this, just, I'm crying. Let's be, let's be real. Why? This scene will not help you in Lagos. <laughs> no, it be helping. It be helping. In Lagos traffic. It be helping. In Lagos traffic. Oh, ah, it be yes. helping. Maybe you, uh, unless you see your it's wrist. Very, it's, it's a, it's, it's a wrist. wrist. It's a flick of the wrist. Yeah. It's in the wrist. For how many hours? Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Um, Uncle Shai, please don't be mad that I just fanned the fan in the mic. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like these fans are like, these fans are godsend. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Without further ado, is that it? Are the fans done? Yeah. No Are the more fans, fans finished? Man. Shout out to all the fans. But we ain't got no more fans. Fans of my fans. Fans me. Only fans. Wait, fans <laughs> me would be my fans, right? Yeah. What's popping? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna blow it. I'm not gonna blow it. But um yeah, YC. Uh yeah. wait, sorry, before we go, is there can we like start a petition to like uh change the name of Jagaban? Like the name of the song, to what? To something else. What else? Do you want I think to... after October twenty twenty, I don't think we, I would want to associate that name with that uh, such such a prolific song. Man, I don't know what else I'm gonna call it. It's just it's let's just say it as one of those before the event. Okay. Yeah. Back 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 then, it's still it's still it's still a song embedded in Nigerian music history. But like, I just wish that that uh, the name, you know. I could have named this one. I'm, it's, now that you speak of this, I have one song that I almost... I think a, a new song is going to be like a new Jagaban, but I might just change the name. Were you going to call it New Jagaban? No, Jagaban Rhythm. No, no. We're, we're changing that. <laughs> Please, if you have any suggestions, DM YC. No, DM me, and I'll let YC know. Without further ado, how do we, out, how do we end this? Um... Can you can you freestyle with my name right now? Just just finesse your majestiness. She add to the thing she kill with finesse. She drink that Guinness. <laughs> that would bang if I drink Guinness though. That would bang. Okay, so um there's this segment we're gonna do at the end of every show. As per, you know, my work as a music curator. Alright. I wanna know. You wanna know? One song. One song. From a non-blown artist. Non-blown. That they're not going to copyright us if you play their song. <laughs> um, that um, you're feeling at the moment. Um, um, okay, the song is by an artist called D-Wheels Harmony. I've heard of that guy before. Yeah. Okay. He's the one that produced Jalaban. Stop. He's an artist now? Yeah, no, he's always he's been always an been one. He's an artist. The guy is super talented. He wow. raps, he sings, he produces. He's uh, all around talent. All like, in one. All in one. And this is his latest single. It's called Phone. Uh, it's produced by Beast by Karma. Stop! We yeah. keep it in the family. So, you know, we, you keep it tight. Keep it air locked. And uh, yes, Dewo's harmony, and the song is called Phone. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. So. Out of YC's mouth and into your ears, D. Willis Harmony Phone, produced by Beast by, by Karma. Yeah. Um, YC, thank you very much for obliging me. First ever podcast. It makes Dumb. sense for it to be you. This is my first ever podcast, by the way. You're lying. I said I, I really be wanting to do more of this stuff, but it's just like I think you did well. Yeah. I think you did well. Um, hopefully it comes out, you know, nice. If not, we are going to enter traffic again and record this thing again. Uh, but yeah, I'm Jess. It's YC. Jess Finesse presents.
See you next time.